0: So could you pray over the tithes and offerings, too, when you're done? Yeah,
1: okay. Um, this is a privilege to do this. I'm thankful to, to speak out again about the healing that I've gone through. I'd say it was like fort no, 17 years ago, I had an inheritance, and I was have remodeling in my house. And a man was using a sawzall, And as he did that, the cupboards shook and a clear glass plate fell out onto the floor and crashed. And I like to walk around barefoot in my house. (laughs) And I stepped on a long shard of glass that went into my heel. So years passed, 13, 14, 16 years, and... Um, I had a black spot on there, and I asked a nurse about it, and I said, should I be worried about this? And she said, no. In fact, it was Barb Junkie. And she said, oftentimes when you have a piercing wound, blood seeps into the skin, and it's just, you know, a stained kind of. But as the years passed, um, 16 years ago, it started to hurt, and it started to feel like when I walked, there was still glass up in there. And uh, I was at a conference, it broke open, it bled a little bit. I bandaged it, came back home, went to a doctor. And uh, part of the skin came back. And the moment he looked at it, he said, this looks like cancer. I was so shocked. Who gets cancer in their feet? And we don't even have cancer in our family line. But um, the nurse said the same thing. So they sent it in, tested it, and it was melanoma cancer, which they say is the worst one you can have. And I was surprised by it. But you know what came out of me when they called to tell me that it was positive, that it was melanoma? Immediately, the prayer that came out of me was God, show yourself strong. Show yourself strong. Let them see the power of God heal me." And I had to go to through surgery, and I had the heel of my foot cut out. And they put a cow skin over the top, stitched it on, and um, I asked the doctor, what color was the cow? I thought it was funny. <laughs> he was shocked. <laughs> anyway so he um they stitched it on and it would shrink and then I'd go in two weeks later and he'd cut off the edges and it would shrink and more would happen and finally it got to the place where they could do skin graft and they use the skin from a baby's foreskin actually to grow cells to heal your bottom of your foot because your skin is different there so, we're watching this healing happening every time I went. And the doctor, every time I went, he took pictures of this and he said, This is so amazing. Because at that point, I was diabetic. And they'd say that you wouldn't heal very good, you know? And he said, Oh, you might have to have a boot on, all this stuff. Not so. God was showing himself strong to the medical field. So, I had four skin grafts, and it healed and did fine for two years. The only thing after two years when I'd, like if I walk in a big store or something, I feel some pain deep in there, and they told me that's scar tissue, okay? So not to worry about it. I just ride around in the electric cart and have fun. and um, But all this to say, a little over two years passed and um two spots appeared one in the arch of my foot and one a little higher up and uh the doctor I was going to said we need to biopsy this um oh I want to I want to back up just for a minute to tell you something how God heals I woke up this morning with a song My God shall supply all my need According to his riches in glory He will give his angels charge over me Jehovah Jireh cares for me And you know how it goes. That's what I woke up with today, and I knew I needed to release that so that your faith arises. And, um... The thing about this first uh, battle with cancer in the heel was I have no family here. I've lived in Bemidji over 40 years, and I have no parents, no grandparents, no uncles. I have two elderly aunts alive, and my siblings live in different cities. So I have, I have no family here, and my church has always been my family, and they were praying And um, the miracle that I saw in that cancer experience was I'd never had people come to my house, clean my house, bring me food. I've done that for other people. But I tell you, it did something deep inside of me. Even, um, he's not here today, but even um, Herb Brahminshengal made a roast and brought it to my house. And he would give me rides to church because I couldn't drive, you know. I mean, it was the love of God through my church family, and that did a healing beyond the cancer. That was really good for me. So God allows us to go through some things for various reasons. We don't get instantly healed until I was at church one Sunday morning, and after that biopsy came, they said, Well, now you've had it twice, so you have to have a PET scan. And um, they put you in a dark room, or kind of dark, and they say, you can't move. You just have to sit there for an hour. And all I did was pray in tongues that whole time. And I had that PET scan. And the doctor called me within a couple of days. And she said, there's no cancer in your body. And we shouted, Maribel and I. We danced in my house that day. We just danced and praised the Lord. And the doctor was still on the phone. <laughs> and, and she was. She goes, Well, now Arlis, you should come in. You should, you know, have it observed. You know, there might be. You might need some radiation. And I thought, No way. I had gone down front in church and Pastor Steve and Brother George Cook prayed for me that Sunday morning in the old sanctuary when we were having the the stuff here. And I, you know, I can't run, but it felt like running because I went down as fast as I could. (laughs) And they prayed for me and they prayed the word of God over me. And my faith joined it. I just said, yes, Lord, we have to come into agreement with the word of God. And the anointing of God was so strong. If you were there, you saw I landed in a chair and I just, Pastor Steve said, stay in his presence, Arliss, and I'm glad I did. But God healed me that day. No cancer with evidence. Well, they told me to go back to the doctor and I thought, I don't need to. But if it'll help my testimony, I will. So I went back and she said, well, we would like to have a panel of doctors discuss your situation. Would you allow us to do that? And I said, what for? I don't know. And, and then I thought, okay, well, I said, looked at her and I said, and I think she was maybe Muslim, a Muslim doctor. And I think she, um, she smiled at me really big, and I said, will you tell them that God healed me? And she smiled, and she said, yes, I will. I thought, okay, God gets the glory in this right before all these doctors. And she did. And they suggested I have not radiation, but cut out some more skin cells. And I thought, no, I'm standing on healing on God's word, and the, the beauty of it was I got the piece of paper that says and verifies the healing, <laughs> so it was worth going there. But I give God all the glory. That time he healed me instantly when they prayed. So see, he does it differently, but don't give up hope. Never stop praying or, or coming for someone to pray for you because just join your faith with that word of God. And God's healing is here.
0: You know it says in. See how quickly I'll let you. You can come and get that, or I'm gonna. You can do that. In fact, why don't you do that? Then I'll share this.
1: I just received this yesterday. He healed my eyes too because I had cataracts removed. However, I have to use glasses to read. Okay, um, I just got this yesterday at a retreat, a Galois retreat in Hibbing. And it's a healing decoration, declaration. And if you will put your faith with it and say it after me, um, God is going to use it in your life. I didn't get here early enough to make copies, but if somebody wants a copy, I can have that done. Okay, so this is what we're going to declare. I believe that Jesus is the Christ, the very Son of God.
0: That Jesus is the Christ, the very Son of God.
1: And it's told in John 3, 16. So therefore, I believe his word.
0: So therefore, I believe his word.
1: He cannot lie for he is truth John 14:6 says that I believe in the power of his blood
0: I believe in the power of his blood
1: that he shed for me
0: that he shed for me my sins my sins
1: and for my healing
0: and for my healing
1: 1 Peter 2:24
0: First,
1: I believe that it was foretold.
0: I believe it was foretold.
1: In the book of Isaiah,
0: book Isaiah. that
1: he would bear my grief.
0: He would bear my grief.
1: Carry my sorrows carry my sorrow. and pains. And be wounded for my transgressions.
0: And be wounded for my transgressions.
1: The punishment for my well-being
0: punishment for my well-being would fall on him. Would fall on him.
1: And by his wounds, and
0: by his wounds,
1: I am healed.
0: I am healed.
1: Isaiah 53, 4 and 5. I accept his advice.
0: I accept his advice.
1: To choose life.
0: To choose life.
1: That I may live.
0: That I may live.
1: You know, right there, it just says to me, when you're in that place of being unsure or feeling overwhelmed with the circumstances, and we're kind of on shaky ground, our faith is, we just, we need to choose life. Mm -hmm. Not partner with anything. Not partner with sickness. Not partner with death. No matter what anybody says. They don't have the last word. God does. Mm -hmm. So, um... Choose life that I may live. Okay, I choose to receive beauty for ashes.
0: I choose to receive beauty for ashes.
1: The oil of joy for mourning.
0: The oil of joy for mourning.
1: And I choose to put on the garment of praise.
0: And I choose to put on the garment of praise.
1: And cast off the spirit of heaviness.
0: And cast off the spirit of heaviness.
1: Isaiah 6, 1, 3. I will take his medicine of laughter.
0: I will take his medicine of laughter.
1: Let's say that again. I, I will, will take, take his, his medicine, medicine of, of laughter, laughter and his joy for my strength.
0: And his joy for my strength.
1: I choose to rid myself of all bitterness.
0: I choose to myself of all bitterness.
1: And unforgiveness.
0: And unforgiveness.
1: According to Matthew six fourteen, so I empower my faith to love.
0: So I empower my faith to love.
1: Sorry, it was in love. <laughs> so I empower my faith in love I to have, others.
0: I empower faith in love to others.
1: Galatians five six. I thank you, Lord I Jesus. Thank you, Lord. For saving me by your blood.
0: For saving me by your blood.
1: And by the stripes on your body.
0: And by the stripes on your body.
1: I am healed.
0: I am healed. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: So God healed me. Every healing, every everything that God does changes us. I'm a better person today. I have a uh, I'm growing in strength to stand longer. <laughs> so yes. um, that's an area you can pray for me. But, you know, believe for your own healing and believe for the healing of others when you pray for them.
0: Yes, yes.
1: His word is powerful. Amen.
0: Continue to stand there. Okay. In Jesus' name, the Lord is strengthening you right now. Mark? Amen. Go ahead. You're being strengthened right now as you stand in Jesus' name. Do you agree with me? Do you agree? In Jesus' name, we speak it over you. Strengthen the hands that are weak and the knees that are weak and the hips that are weak and the legs that are weak. Amen.
2: Thank you, Lord. I just want to add here real quick. Arliss said that when she got the word on the telephone from a doctor, your words were what?
1: There's no cancer in your body.
2: No, not that call. The other call.
1: Which call. call? Show yourself strong. Show yourself strong. And that's what God has done.
2: Listen to this. Second Chronicles 16.9. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him or whose heart is perfect to him, some translations say. Amen. It doesn't mean you've never sinned or you've, you're walking just right with the Lord. It means your heart That's right. is perfect toward That's right. him he was searching for you (laughs) to come to him listen to this next verse Uh, message bible get it on this gizmo here well this is the same verse from message bible God is always on the alert constantly on the lookout for people who are committed to him. And this was one of the prophets speaking to one of the kings in the ancient times. And he, this is what he told them. You were foolish to go to human help when you could have had God's help. Uh-huh. So anyway, God was searching for you just to say, yep, here I am, I need you. That's right. And uh, I just wanna PS here something that's touched our family. Here we know a young man by the name of Paul that actually is Lauren's nephew. Correct? No? Cousin. Cousin, right cousin. Okay. got that right now. Anyway, young Paul, he's eight. He's in the hospital. They found some tumors, and I want to pray for him. He's had some surgery already, and they're still investigating, but uh, Lauren, would you come up here and just stand here? You don't have to share. Just stand here to be part of our prayer for Paul here. Okay. Pray it for Paul, eight years old, yes. lives in Bemidji. Yes. Father, in the name of Jesus, right now we pray for Paul. Yes. We thank you that you care for him so much and that you are the author of his life, Lord. He's here for a purpose, yes. and we just call forth your purpose in thank him you, right Lord. now, Father. Thank Touch his body from head to toe, every vestige of any kind of disease. Your tumor, Lord, would just be cut off in the name of Jesus by the stripes which Jesus suffered on the cross. That's his right. And we call that into place now, Father God, in the name of Jesus. And we stand with him. We'll pray for him. And we'll keep up praying until the day that he is totally healed back to his former joyful self. Yes, In the yes, name of yes, Jesus, yes. we thank you. Amen.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Let's just lay hands on our here. In the name of Jesus, we speak strength into your legs. Is it your legs? Yep. Strength into these legs to hold Arlis up to be able to stand yes. for however long she needs to stand. And to walk, to walk to wherever she needs to walk. Amen. In fact, even where she doesn't need to, where you tell her to, but I mean where you show her beyond things and even exercise and all that, yes. strengthen these legs in the name of Jesus. Amen. We speak it forth this morning. Thank you, In Lord. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Can I
1: say one more thing? Uh. Yesterday, I was, day before yesterday, I was in a tent at White Earth, and I led worship for two hours. I have never done that in my life. And I I brought a chair with, but I stood for the first hour. And I hurt afterwards. I hurt the next day and even this morning when I woke up. But you know what? Somebody said to me, do you realize you did that? God is strengthening you, and That's so right. I believe right. what you prayed today is going to manifest yes. greater strength, even physically. Yep, we'll so, be
0: having another testimony. We'll be another testimony. Yes, down the road. But here's—you're supposed to stay there now, okay? Okay. Keep standing. <laughs> the Lord's doing a work right now in you, I believe.
1: I believe it too.
0: But. Here's, and you mentioned it here, but I'm going to say it again. This is Isaiah 53. If you're needing healing in your body this morning, that really seems what the Lord is bringing forth here now. If you haven't noticed yet. (laughs) We had a different message planned, but this is the one the Lord had wanted for you, probably whoever, many more people probably. But here in Isaiah 53, 4, and 5, it says, Surely, say that word, surely, Surely. he, Jesus, has borne our, and you put your name in there, and it says in this translation, griefs, but many translations it brings forth, I believe, another major part of this, it's sicknesses of what that Greek, or the Hebrew word rather, brings forth, and, and he carried our sorrows or pains. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. In other words, the people standing around, they thought that God was punishing Jesus for what he had been doing and and so forth, like the Pharisees and and chief priests and some of them anyway. But it says, he was wounded for our, or you could say Arliss's transgressions, or Steve's. He was bruised for our, put your name in there, iniquities. The chastisement for our peace, that's shalom, and that shalom is total salvation, total peace, nothing missing, nothing broken in your body or life. this can go beyond the physical too Mm -hmm. because a lot of times you know it's dis-ease we're out of ease and that affects our physical bodies when our emotions and mind is not at ease it affects our physical bodies but he was wounded for our transgressions bruised for our iniquities the chastisement for our peace was on him and by his stripes, say it with me, we We are healed. healed. We are healed. And you notice it says we are healed because this is the way God looks at it. This was actually written 700 years before Jesus even came to the earth. And then 1 Peter 2.24, it repeats that, quotes it, it says, by his stripes ye were healed, past tense. So it's done. It's a done deal according to the Word of God. And what we need to do is just simply receive what has already been done through Jesus Christ. That's like with sin, too. We're just receiving what He already did for us. Amen. He already paid the price for our sin. We just need to receive it. And we, of course, need to be about sharing that Word with other people Yes. so that they can receive it. Yes, and as we've been talking about oh, that next place, that next level of intimacy with God, and part of, I'm seeing that's a big thing, bigger thing than I thought at first, because when we're in closer place of intimacy, we're, it, it's that fellowship, it's that koinonia, mm-hmm. that, that Greek word koinonia, which means fellowship, communion, partnership with God. We're partnered together with him for the harvest that's before us. But also, when we're in that closer place of intimacy, it's like the things of healing, our faith level is affected as well. And we can receive. We can receive in a different place, like healings and so forth than we maybe couldn't before. I mean, it's just a new place. And, and last Sunday, there was that word. of where The Lord also wants to know a new place of healing. Yes. A new level of healing. Yes. Amen. In your body, Harless, yes. as yes. well as others here this morning, if they can Thank receive you, it. Lord. They need to receive it, just like you're receiving it this morning. Mm. It's a new place of healing in your body that goes beyond what you have known for years, a new place from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. In the name of Jesus. Amen. It's kind of fun to preach to one person. <laughs> 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 sitting, sitting down, preaching to you, standing up. That's kind of good. I like that.
1: I'm trying but, not to knock my knees because you told a marriage couple one time, don't knock, lock your knees at the altar or you'll fall over.
0: <laughs> just, keep, just keep doing that. So I this. was
1: locking my knees and I've been trying to loosen them up.
0: <laughs> just, just just, move them. You can walk and move them around. <laughs>
2: okay.
0: Okay, so that, that's that scripture and then here it's quoted in Matthew 8 16 and 17 When evening had come, they brought him many, that's to Jesus, who were demon-possessed and and he cast out the spirits with a word and healed all, say all, all, all who were sick, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, here it is, he himself, we know that's Jesus, took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses, that's what he did and he did it for us and we receive it here this morning in Jesus name
3: you
0: know if you're someone here this morning has a specific thing that you would like prayer for just sit stay where you are just raise your hand up just raise your hand up or it may be for someone else that you could just like Lauren did to stand in for somebody else you just raise your hand up Okay, now I want some of you others to come and go around them. But don't be afraid to lift your hand up. And Arlos is going to stand. Arlos is continuing to stand in the name of Jesus. And you can move your leg. That's good. You can move them. In fact, I believe strength's going to come in them as you move. But you move to those that you want people to agree with you, you just lift your hand up right now and look around. Go and stand by somebody. Holy, holy, holy. And you just pray for them. Let them tell you what the deal is. And then you address it in the name of Jesus. We believe here every believer is a minister. This isn't just me or like we had Gus up here or Mark or some of these other folks that were up here that we can pray. We believe every believer. Jesus said, those that believe will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. That's what we're believing this morning. They that believe. So turn around, look around. If you hadn't put your hand up yet, put it up. And they will come, and this is your moment. This is your time. Just like it was for Dane last week. And for our lessons she shared, and others in Jesus' name. We're believing for that. For the working of your Holy Spirit, Lord. For we know that by your stripes we are the healed. In Jesus' name. Oh, we glorify Your name. You are the healer. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! You just keep praying. Me and our lives are gonna sing something. He was wounded he, for, for our
3: transgressions. Our transgressions. He, he was, was bruised, bruised for our iniquities. Surely He bore our sorrows, and by His stripes we are healed. Surely he bore our sorrows, and by his stripes we are
0: healed. You can probably tell me, and Arliss have low voices. That's (laughs) just perfect for us, right? Yep, it is. Um, I'm going to have Arliss share about what she does with Aglow. See, it's another reason why you need to stand up, be able to stand strong for longer times, but she goes a lot of places speaking and encouraging Aglow chapters in prayer. Yeah. So would you tell us about that, what you do? Sure.
1: Yeah. Um, a couple years ago, in January, I was asked to become the state prayer coordinator for a GLOW International. And I'm just going to be real, because you're my family. When they, um, they prayed for me by phone, because the leaders lived far away, one in California and the other one in Wisconsin. And when they prayed for me over the phone about stepping into this position, Nancy McDaniel, who is the director of prayer globally for the ministry, travels all over the world and prays and leads prayer. Um, she saw the Lord hand me a scepter. She saw it in the spirit, and she said, "It's a. It's um, it means authority in the spiritual realm." That you will walk in authority and power. And Dana Enright, who's the director over the four states, the region which I'm in, saw on top of this scepter was a diamond, a great big diamond. And I thought, wow, diamonds cut glass. God's going to shatter some things (laughs) in the spiritual realm that the enemy has, has set up. And I was really humbled by that. And anyway, um, so what I'm called to do is go throughout the state and pray for strongholds to come down, for God's light and life to shine through. And earlier this year, he told me to take squadrons, which is a, an army term, <laughs> squadrons of intercessors. You don't have to be big squadrons, but significant groups of people into areas in Minnesota and pray. And, you know, we come in the opposite spirit of the Lord. And it's so true that our praise and worship fights the battles. God releases his angels in the heavenlies to war and bring down things. So our first squadron went to Duluth, Minnesota, Um. I'm not sure when it was, because I've been kind of all over, but uh, we went to Duluth, and we went to specific places that he led us, the Holy Spirit led us to go and pray, and he told me that I would be going back to Duluth two more times. There's a lot of darkness there, and God wants to break through, and I'm not the only one. He's using people all over, you know, I'm just doing my part. And so, but while we were at the governmental part, they have a unique thing that's kind of like a a semicircle of all these government buildings, and we went there to pray. And as we were praying in front of, there was a big statue of what looked like an angel, a warring angel. And um, we, were, we met there, and we were praying there, and all of a sudden, this man appeared. And this man was young, dressed in black, um, and he was standing there listening to us and watching us, and he had his phone out. And uh, one of the intercessors felt he was probably taping us. And I turned and I looked at him, and, and he said, may I ask what you're doing? And I said, oh, we're just we're praying for righteousness to return to our nation. We're praying that it'll, our prayers will make a difference, and God is going to change the atmosphere in our, in this area. And he said, I I thought right away, I thought I looked at him and I thought, okay, I didn't feel evil from him, but I walked over by him and I said, are you a Christian? And he said, oh no, no, I'm not a Christian. Well, that gives you red flags right there. (laughs) And he's, I said, well, of what faith are you? And he said, oh, I'm of all faiths. Well, then you would say you are a Christian, if that were true. But I knew he was a worker uh, in the enemy's kingdom. And later, Dana confirmed to me that he was a warlock. And so there's a lot of witchcraft in that area. And the thing about him was he appeared. We didn't see him walk up, and we didn't see him leave. And so I thought, God, you're so good. No fear. We just prayed and did what we were supposed to do. We do prophetic acts if he shows us. We went. There's a memorial there for, of the three uh, black men that were murdered years and years ago. They were wrongfully accused of a rape, and they hung them from the light posts. And they have this beautiful monument to these men. They look real. They look like they're coming out of a wall. And they and we just prayed there and. You know, did what we said, and then God has sent me to the headwaters of the Mississippi with a group, to um, well, definitely two days ago to that tent, <laughs> to pray and praise and worship our God and and to declare and command, take our authority. There's a strong a song. someday maybe we can share it here, but it's um, I was singing it on the way to church this morning, and it was that. Um, How does it go now? I've got that one stuck in my head, Fight Our Battles. Um. We're not just holding on, we're taking over. We will not just survive. Well, maybe it's taking over then. Julie knows it. We're taking over, and no power of hell can stop us or stand in our way for we have the word of the lord and we're mighty in his name jesus said all power is given unto us go and take dominion throughout all the earth raise up a standard and lift your banner high. And I forgot the rest. It's something about in the power of his might. But you know what? We don't have to fear any of that stuff. We just have to lift up Jesus and do what he says. He sends the angels to war and take care of things. But he does also speak to us and give us discernment and discerning of spirits. And if you're an intercessor and want to go on a team sometime in Minnesota, you let me know. Doesn't just have to be a glow people, but it mainly is. And I tell you, God does stuff in the heavenlies. When I was the last thing, we were singing the song, Oh the Glory of His Presence, two days ago in that, on White Earth. There's a lot of darkness on White Earth reservation. And um, We were singing, Oh, the glory of your presence. We, your people, give you reverence. And this native man was on the floor, on a carpet, and he was just before the Lord. And when he got up off the carpet, he said, There are angels in this place. I see them. There were angels outside of that tent and all around I knew they were there, and to hear him confirm it, it was just like, oh, thank you, God. So they show up, and they, you know, there's, um, we're called to take authority, to take dominion. So I tell people this, because it is the truth. I know that I was born and raised for this, I was called to this, and there's nothing I enjoy better than seeing the enemy lose. I really glory in watching yes. his stuff fall and seeing people set free. And I'm believing that going throughout the state is going to change Minnesota. Not because of me, because of God. Yes. So, and that's, so we,
0: you know, we as your church family, we send you forth thank in the name you. of Jesus. And this is also under covering of a glow, right? Yes. It's like you're the glow. What is it called, the glow? glow.
1: It's called the Glow International. And it's for, okay. you know what, they have a chapter... No, I, I, I'm
0: talking about the role I mean that you have. I mean oh, my side. role,
1: okay. Um, I'm just the Minnesota the State King Prayer King of Coordinator. New Guinea. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> so, yeah, so Minnesota State Prayer Coordinator. That's the title if you want a title. But mostly it's watching God's power and... um it's so neat because he really does give guidance by his Holy Spirit, tells us where to go, what to do, what scriptures, you know, we usually, if we have to stay overnight someplace, we gather together in one of our rooms and we pray and seek the Lord and listen for what he's saying to get the strategy for that area. And...
0: Okay, i will have you pray for one more thing here.
1: Okay.
2: This came in from Papua New Guinea, where there's a
1: lot of witchcraft. From a friend. Do you family. know him? Yes, I taught with him.
0: You taught with him is he in Papua New Guinea? Yeah, that's where they minister. Okay, this is from Colin Lord. Can you all hear? We're going to pray. We're going to intercede from Tin Strike, Minnesota. You see that globe yeah. up there? Mm-hmm. Light to the Nations is our slogan, one of our. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and this is what we'll pray about as we close here today okay and I'll have you lead us it's uh, from Colin Lord he says pray against this Papua New Guinea pray against the spirit of heaviness that we have felt for the past several months an unusual number and variety of trials have afflicted our community which have made us feel dis- very discouraged These situations have not affected our family and our friends, but also, okay, not only affected our family and our friends, but also the administration who has had to deal with a majority of issues. Is that a school? Yeah,
2: it's a school. He works for Wycliffe.
0: Okay, he works for Wycliffe. Pray that we continue to find strength and joy in the Lord. One of my favorite verses lately has been 2 Corinthians 4:17 and 18. This small and temporary trouble we suffer will bring us tremendous and eternal glory, much greater than the trouble. For we fix our attention not on things that are seen, but on things that are unseen that can, what can be seen lasts only for a time. but What cannot be seen will last forever. So Arliss, if you would lead us.
1: I will. And you know, um, when you go to another nation, um, it's it's important to be welcomed there. And I feel confident in praying this today because a glow is in 172 nations, and it has a glow in Papua New Guinea. Yeah, and that's a covering over me. So let's join our faith together. And Father, I just thank you for the privilege to pray for Papua New Guinea and this pastor or man and, and all that he has spoken forth that, that they need. I thank you, Father. We have authority and power right here, and we take air supremacy right now from Ten Strike Church all the way to Papua New Guinea. We establish our air supremacy In the name of jesus christ and i pray for that pastor and that area lord god that you would break the strongholds that you would bring down the works of darkness that you would undo the witchcraft that you'd send your angels to flight right now your warring angels especially to war over this man who needs our prayer and his family and the people around him Father, we pray that there will be great breakthrough. And they're asking for strength, and we know the joy of the Lord is our strength. So we ask you in the midst of this storm that you would pour out joy. Give them a joy to rise up within them to bring healing and restoration, that they would worship you, that they would pray with ease again, and that they would not hold the... um, the heaviness of what the enemy is doing. We rebuke heaviness in Jesus' name that's on that land. It comes through witchcraft and works of darkness and we just have authority over that. So we take that authority today in Jesus', Jesus name, name. And we thank you that there will be fruit from this prayer, that Father yes. they will find healing and restoration in your mighty name.
0: And everyone in agreement said?
1: Amen.
0: Okay, I'd I told Arlis that it would be about five minutes that oh we'd have to stand here today. How
1: long have I been standing?
0: <laughs> and you're doing great. You're I doing feel great. good. Yeah. As long as
1: I move my knees.
0: And just keep moving them. <laughs> okay. And keep saying, I am the healed of the Lord.
1: I am healed of the Lord.
0: And I'm going to have you pray over our tithes and offerings. Okay. And then also just a prayer of closing the service. We do have a meal today. Donna Maria prepared a meal. Mm-hmm. And if there are any others that would have other prayers still, you can come to the front and we'll have those to pray for you. But Amen. we'll just let you do that.
1: You know, the word says, Praise shout Jesus. unto the Lord with a voice of triumph. So whenever you pray over an area and you, you gather and put all this faith together for them, I'd like to shout today over at Papua New Guinea and over this church. Because Amen. there's going to come a release of finances into this church like you've never seen. But God is going to break something in the heavenlies where the enemy has established a stronghold. Hmm. So our eyes are on Jesus, but we are going to shout hallelujah as loud as we can over Papua New Guinea and over this church. Sounds whatever, but we're going to do it. One, two, three. Hallelujah! Hallelujah!
3: Hallelujah!
1: We did that in the tent two days ago, and that Indian man said to me, Do you know something broke in the spiritual realm? And I just went, Mm hmm.
0: Okay, let's do that again. And then I got to share some before you pray. Okay. Let's do that again. Okay. We're more ready, I think. One,
1: two, three. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! We mean it.
0: okay i really should share this we're having hallelujah night that's on i think it's october 30 the night before halloween and it's a great alternative there's we are receiving offerings for that and the midweek service for the youth uh, that is going great actually next sunday some of the youth but a few of the youth are going to be helping with the service next sunday with the awesome. skit a skit that we're going to have and to been kids all all over the place here and it's been a great blessing but maybe this sunday and next sunday yet we'll be receiving offerings you can put them in an envelope put them in the box designate them for the youth ministry but then also you another way for giving would be just to bring packs of goodies or candy or what do they call them snacks or uh, you know things to, to give on hallelujah night to the kids and those they can put on the counter downstairs in the kitchen downstairs they can put them down there so and I think that's about all I need to say.
1: So Father we come before you this morning and thank you that you're the God that provides. You provide seed for the sower you make a way where there seems to be no way and we push aside any financial worry or concern right now we just push it away to the side and we set our eyes on you jesus and what you want to do in this church and through this church lord you give to us you really are the author of our paycheck or provision and so we want to be faithful in our tithing and and giving And sometimes we only have that little shekel. Like that woman, just a fourth of a shekel or whatever to give. Might not seem by much, but you can multiply it. And so, God, we listen for your heartbeat today on what you would have us to give. We know when we tithe, we give because we're supposed to do that. But sometimes you want to give us you, get, you want us to give above that and beyond that so that your work here can go forward continually. And so we give this offering to you today and we ask your blessing on it, to breathe life upon it, and multiply it in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Can I move now? God bless you all, yes. Hallelujah, the
1: right knee is a bit stiff. So, yes. Thank you,
0: Hallelujah.